Coming up, Shohei Otani homers again, and the Twins wage a last-minute comeback. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome, and you're listening to Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Local experts join us to recap all the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The White Sox went into the ninth inning yesterday working a shutout. They lost that lead, and then they lost the game in the 12th to the Twins in Minnesota. After the walk-off win, Locked On hosts with both teams have more about the dramatic finish. The Chicago White Sox lost to the Minnesota Twins in extra innings on Sunday. Hey, I'm Nick Morawski from Locked On White Sox. White Sox swept by the Minnesota Twins uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Not a good weekend at all for the Southsiders, who now are 19 games under 500, 12 games back in the division. I mean, there's no question that the White Sox are sellers at the deadline, and uh, they've got several pieces from Tim Anderson to Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn, Kendall Graveman, maybe Dylan Cease if somebody uh, really wants to mortgage the farm. lot of players uh, rumored and possibly to be on the move in the next coming days, uh, if not week, uh, before the trade deadline. Uh, Sox have an off day on Monday, and then get back to action on the south side on Tuesday against their crosstown rivals, the Chicago Cubs. For more, check out the Locked On White Sox podcast. Good teams beat bad teams. It's just what they do. It doesn't matter if it's ugly, pretty, you name it. And that's exactly what the Twins did on Sunday at Target Field, overcoming deficits of 3-0 in the ninth and 4-3 in the 10th to win in the 12th on a Ryan Jeffers walk-off single. Not bad for a guy who had a scuffed-up Adam's apple after a wayward pitch caught him in the throat earlier in the game. Story of the series, though, for the Twins was the bullpen, who went 12 innings, struck out 13, walked three, and was the only relief core to not give up a run all weekend, allowing just a 562 OPS. Also, Phillies helping out, beating the Guardians in extra. So the Twins are up three games in the division for the first time since being up three and a half on June 17th. And they're five games above 500 for the first time since May 16th when they beat the Dodgers. And for the stat you won't see anywhere else, this was the second time the Twins struck out at least 13 batters in a game without issuing a walk. The other time was last Wednesday in Seattle when they struck out 14 Mariners and walked nobody. That's who's up next at Target Field. Shohei Otani hit his 36th home run as a part of the Angels' win against the Pirates on Sunday. Locked on Angels has the details after things went final. On this throwback weekend, the Angels took two out of three from the Pirates and won the game on Sunday, 7-5. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels. Look, we all wanted meaningful baseball, and that's what the Angels are doing right now. Probably the most meaningful baseball they've played in years because that trade deadline is around the corner, and the Angels want to be in a position to buy before that deadline, and they want to stay in contention. They've been taking it a game at a time. It was a great week, 6-3 and three on the homestand. 5-1 and one since Monday and 2 out of 3 against the Pirates. 
probably should have been a sweep, and we'll talk about how the Angels got in their own way on Saturday and Sunday. But look, on Sunday, they had a great outing from Tyler Anderson, a home run from Shohei Otani, home runs from Andrew Velasquez and Luis Ranjifo, who hit two, by the way, from each side of the plate. We're going to talk about what happened on Sunday and this past weekend on Lockdown Angels. Join Mike and I on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Anthony Rizzo went four for four and hit his first home run since May, helping the Yankees beat the Royals on Sunday. Locked on local experts go over the win in the Bronx. Two miracles occurred on Sunday afternoon at Yankee Stadium. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and miracle number one, Anthony Rizzo hits a home run for the first time since May 20th. Miracle number two, the Yankees sweep a series for the first time since May 21st. Coincidence? No, it was not a coincidence. Both of these things needed to happen, and it's great that they happened on the same day. Rizzo not only hit a home run, he was four for four in the game. He had an RBI double. He also hit two singles. He needed this in the worst way. The Yankees also needed to sweep the Royals in the worst way, especially after coming off a sweep at the hands of the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim. So, good things for the Yankees all weekend. We have everything you need to know about the series on the next Locked on Yankees. We're going to talk about Nestor Cortez, pitching in Somerset, rehab appearance, and it's Miners Monday. So please tune in. Ellie De La Cruz sparking the Reds offense with a home run to lead off the game against the Diamondbacks. Cincinnati would never trail after that. Locked on Reds has the recap after the win. Reds have won five games in a row. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast, and the Reds sweep the Arizona Diamondbacks over the weekend at Great American Ballpark. A 5-5 five and five road trip. After losing the first five games, they won the next five games. This is their fifth winning streak of five games or more so far this season. That is right behind 2012 when they had six different five-plus game winning streaks. And 2012 was a pretty good year for the Reds. This is looking to be a pretty good year as well. They're a half game behind the Brewers. They're a half game ahead of the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers for the number one wildcard spot. The Reds on July 24th are only two wins behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. That is not a statement I thought I would say this year, but this team continues to play amazingly well. They've got three games against the Brewers coming up over the next three days, the final three-game set of the year. Coming up, the Guardians' ninth inning comeback comes up just short. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want the chance to win more money with less picks, head to Sleeper where you can get up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Now, you can use our promo code Locked On and get, you'll get up to a $100 match for your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Down three with nobody out in the ninth. The Guardians couldn't score the runs to beat the Phillies on Sunday. Our Locked On hosts for both the Phillies and the Guardians have more on a comeback attempt that came up short. There you have it, folks. The Philadelphia Phillies take the final game of their series in Cleveland against the Guardians, and this was a weird game. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. I mean, so many weird things happened in this game. Bryce Harper looks like a gold glove caliber first baseman. Aranola was bad Aranola, and then he was good Aranola, and kind of ended up in the middle. Craig Kimbrell blew a save. Uh, Jeff Hoffman in the last inning almost gave up. 
a four-run lead that the Phillies got in extras after not being able to score. Just a really weird game. Bryce, uh, Bryce Harper, Bryson Stott walked four times in the game. I, I don't know. Strange game. Phillies come out on top. The losing streak is over. And now you have an opportunity to build off that coming back home. We'll talk about it more on the next episode of Lock on Phillies. This one was a gut puncher, right? This team just cannot get those sweeps down. You, you expect to lose this. Nola versus your bullpen. Bullpen shows up and does a pretty good job. Sam Henches, that's five out of seven appearances where he gives up an earned run, and you got to make that play at first. He gets there, that's one less run, and hey, guess what? No extra innings. Or you know what happens if Andres Jimenez holds off on that one pitch and Miles Straw steals second, no double play, and you know what happens? It's a two-run home run, no extra innings. So close in this one, just could not get it there. Looks like the Twins might end up winning. So even though Cleveland has won back-to-back series, they're going to lose ground in the division. Uh, Stephen Kwan had a heck of a day today. As I mentioned, Curry was solid. David Fry with the big home run. Andres Menez also went deep. This team's getting close, just not enough. Uh, they're going to need to go out and get a bullpen arm, so we'll be paying attention to see what is going to happen. But uh, get to 500, fall back. Good series against the Phillies, just couldn't finish it off. Cubs took three out of four from the Cardinals over the weekend, inspiring a little bit of hope that Chicago could avoid selling at the deadline next week. Locked on Cubs has more after the final in the Windy City. Cubs beat the Cardinals on Sunday 7-2, and after losing the opener on Thursday night, win three straight games, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, to take the series over their arch rivals. Sunday was a perfect performance. Jamison Tyone was excellent. Uh, the Cubs got another home run from the hottest hitter in all of baseball right now, Cody Bellinger. Added on with big hits from Dansby Swanson, who came back on Saturday. He's been great in his two games since his injury. And uh, Trey Mancini and Jan Gomes with huge hits. And the Cubs just kind of had an all-around really good win after some close wins Friday and Saturday. They're now five and a half games back of a wild card, six and a half of a division. Uh, they'll be off on Monday, and then they play the White Sox. So good vibes right now for the Cubs. Orioles won on Sunday to take three out of four in a huge weekend series against the Rays, and Baltimore now holds a two-game lead in the AL East. Our Locked On Orioles host goes over a crucial matchup in the playoff race. Yes, there is still a lot of season left, and yes, things can change, but right now, I think you can pretty easily say the Baltimore Orioles are the best team in the American League. O's take three out of four from the Tampa Bay Rays with a big 5-3 to three win on Sunday. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. It was an interesting game for the O's. Tyler Wells once again really struggled, didn't even finish the fifth inning. But the Orioles' bullpen, which has been its biggest issue over the past few weeks, came up huge. Mike Bauman, two and two-thirds scoreless, and then Cano and Bautista finish it off. And wouldn't you know it, Ryan O'Hearn, who's been the unlikely hero all season, hits his first homer against a lefty, and it ends up being the game-winning hit in the sixth inning. The O's win it. The O's win the series. They're two games up in the ALE, sitting pretty in first place. And I'll recap the whole weekend of games coming up on Monday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Coming up, the Blue Jays barely hold off the Mariners in Seattle. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Mariners left the tying and winning runs in scoring position in the ninth, losing to the Blue Jays Sunday in Seattle. After barely holding on, Locked On Blue Jays goes over the win. 
Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Blue Jays hang on for a 4-3 win on Sunday to salvage a game in the Seattle series. And now, did the Toronto Blue Jays win this game or did the Seattle Mariners lose this game? I mean, either way, we're going to go ahead and take it, right? Now, I was very encouraged with what I saw from Alec Manoa today, in particular, his slider. Can't like his overall control and command, no, but I, I liked a lot of what I did see from the Big Puma today, including his mini stare down with Julio Rodriguez. It felt a lot more like Alec Manoa, Alec Manoa, to me today. I know the ninth inning was super rocky and scary, but Jordan Romano ultimately did close the door and secure the Sunday victory. Romano has struggled at times this season. If you're like me, you blame the scenarios John Schneider puts him in for a lot of those struggles as Romano's ERA in non-safe situations is double what his ERA is when the game is on the line in a safe situation. With a one-run lead this season to protect for the Toronto Blue Jays, Jordan Romano has been very good. Off to La La Land for a three-gamer versus the on-fire L.A. Dodgers. Join me on the Locked On Blue Jay podcast every day this week as we're going to talk Toronto Blue Jay baseball. Ozzy Albies was the hero for the Braves yesterday, hitting a three-run home run to send Atlanta past the Brewers. Our Locked On local experts have more on how things happened in Milwaukee. Everybody, Chuck Green from Locked On Brewers will be joining you later on tonight at the Brewers Ball for the Atlanta Braves. How much the Brewers have relied on the bullpen and kind of backfired today. As he always did a three-run home run in the eighth inning for the go-ahead runs for the Braves. And the Brewers again trying to hold on to one of those two-to-one leads, but this time uh, just couldn't do it. Julio Tehran pitched great six innings, struggled in three previous outings, but he came through big time and uh, should have been enough to get this team over the top. But however, the offense didn't come to play. Fraley did have a base hit in the eighth inning. Uh, he did score the go-ahead run in the fourth inning on a sacrifice fly. He scored third on the second That wasn't enough. That second run was not enough. The Braves come back and beat the Brewers. On to Cincinnati. We'll talk more about this game on the Brewers. Later on tonight. Mauricio Dubon hit a home run in the ninth inning to break a tie with the A's and get the Astros a Sunday victory. After the dramatic ending, our Locked On hosts have more. Hey guys, HM Wheelhouse here with Locked On Astros and the Astros win their last game before leaving Oakland and probably their last game in Oakland Coliseum. Who knows what's going to happen there. But Mauricio Dubon powered the win with the home run in the ninth inning, two outs, two strikes. Prior to that, you had Yanir Diaz hit a home run and Blyman Driss actually scored a run and contributed. Hunter Brown had a bend, not break performance. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. It limited the damage after allowing some things go awry fielding-wise, but there were a couple really good double plays turned. So the Astros returned to Minute Maid Park on Monday to face the Rangers. They won. So there's still three games back of the West. They hope to close that gap and win at least two out of three so they can win the silver boot and have the tiebreaker if that happens. Stay tuned to Locked on Astros. The Red Sox met with the Mets to decide their series on Sunday Night Baseball and our Locked on Local experts recap the last game of the weekend in Boston. Another frustrating series for the New York Mets as they went into Boston and took another series loss. This is Ryan Fickleson, the host of Locked on Mets. On tomorrow's show, I'll be recapping the series at large, including the game on Sunday where Carlos Carrasco got knocked around for 10 hits and didn't make it out of the third inning, yet he's not the pitcher I'm focused on. I'm focused on Max Scherzer, 
from Saturday where he gave up four home runs, again plagued by the home run ball. And we'll be discussing whether there's really any hope of even getting value at all back for Scherzer at the trade deadline because I'm thinking this contract is as immovable right now as any in baseball the way he's pitched in these big games where he's come up short time and again. But overall, this is a Mets team that seems to be very close to closing up shop and turning the page to what lies ahead next year, focusing on trying to win in 2024 because it doesn't look like they'll do much of that in 2023. What a great bounce-back series for the Red Sox. Chris Murphy earned his first Major League win tonight because he looked so good pitching out of the bullpen for the Red Sox tonight. The bullpen in general deserves a lot of credit for what they did, only giving up one run against the Mets holding them to one for seven with runners in scoring position. The Red Sox definitely needed this after that tough series loss against Oakland. The Braves are coming into town next. That's obviously going to be a tough series, but I'm hoping the Red Sox can keep this momentum going that they had in this series against the Mets. But really, truly huge props to Chris Murphy because he deserved all of the credit for that performance that he had tonight. So it was really fun to watch for him. That's it for this edition of Locked On Games and Game MLB. As always, we thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're in the second half of the season now, so make sure that you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.